Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Halo. Ah, it's Mel. Oh my god, hi Mel. Oh my god. It's, hey. It's been some amount of time that I can't fucking remember since we last recorded an episode of this podcast, but we're back. Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah, hell yeah, we're back. Hell yeah. What, are, what, what have you been up to? Have you been up to anything in the last little while? Um, ooh, that's an interesting question. It's been a long time, so probably. Probably, right? I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, probably I did something. Like, where do you even begin? Like, I don't know. I think I played, like, a million video games since the last time this podcast recorded. I played an unreasonable amount of Fate Grand Order. I did, like, I played two Dragon Quest games. Like, I, I don't know. What do you even say on a podcast? How do you do this? How did we do this back when we did this? I mean, it's not, it hasn't actually been that long, right? Like, I think we've probably had, like, bigger breaks. It hasn't been that long. Even. Right, but like I'm just like, right. Well, usually when we have bigger breaks, it's like a little less like, oh, each week something comes up, and then we're like, oh, well, I'm not doing this this week, right? But now, right. So so like, it it just feels like weird to be back on our feet here. But like, hey, I'm like I'm like all for it. I'm like ready to like get back into it, right? I just I just don't know what to like even do with this first segment. Right. I mean, like I played um I played Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm a lot of it on stream to like for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we did that on our stream. Um, well, your stream, but you know, it's like yeah. I mean, I'm probably gonna have finished it by the time this comes out. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking probably we're gonna do Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm again on Friday, just because like I'm going to see a movie that day, and like our normal stream time should be about when the movie ends. So <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what happens. So, 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 so there might be like a late start Naruto stream. Yeah. So, like, if you want to listen, if if you're like listening to this podcast, like when it comes out on Patreon or whatever. Or, like, I guess when it comes out on the main feed, like, probably it'll, the VOD will still be up on Twitch, and then if you go later, the VOD will probably be on, on the YouTube instead. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's some streams really, like, shoot the shit about Naruto, if, if you're, like, into that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty fun. Yeah, you gotta, so if you're interested, check uh, check us out, twitch.tv slash Guinevere-Teeth. Yeah, we, we got a friend on who has, like, a, who had, like, a truly, like, staggering, beautiful lack of knowledge about Naruto, and that was a delight yeah oh my god oh my god it's it's hard for us to find those right right i mean i feel like the people around us have like a tendency to learn more about naruto than they could ever want to know so like yeah but like you know that it it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um i don't know do we just want to get into fucking the actual episodes then because it seems like we're not getting into talking about like what we're up to yeah let's just get into the episodes okay yeah i mean Mm. You know, so, so it's sort of like a boon for us, like coming into like this uh, this stretch. Is that like, hey, our three our three episodes of Naruto have like nothing to fucking do with anything, right? God, can you imagine if we had to have like kept up with what would have been going on in like the arc? Oh right. my god! Oh my god! No, no way! No way! No way! No way! Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go. Episode one fifty eight. Follow my lead. The Great Survival Challenge. Oh shit! A Konohamaru episode. The Academy is doing an activity day, and Naruto gets roped into watching Konohamaru's group. Iruka explains the event as a two-day-long training mission, a glorified hike through the woods, with teachers posing as bad guys. Naruto hears that it's going to be a competition and is immediately pumped to win. We see some of Naruto's friends teach their group of kids survival skills, where Naruto just kind of goofs it, repeatedly. The pretend bad guys finally swoop in, and Naruto leads the kids in trying to sexy jutsu them. But Shikamaru's there, and like, gay, right? So it doesn't work. It starts storming pretty bad, and Naruto's team is having trouble erecting their tent. 
The grown-ups learn about the storm and call off the exercise. And Naruto decides to take his children off-route to try and shortcut. Okay, alright, so. So it's one of these again. It's one of these again, right? Like, it's very... Yeah. It's it's an episode where Naruto goes into a situation, you get some Naruto jokes, and you get, like, a vague, like, kind of, like, emotional resolution at the end. Um, I, I think that this, like... I mean, like, all of our episodes this week, right? But, like, this episode, like, in particular, I feel like it's, like, sort of setting this, like, blueprint that, like, I'm curious if this is what the show is going to be like for a while, right? Um, because uh, Sasuke doesn't come up at all during this episode. Like, there's, like, a flashback later on to, like, a scene that Sasuke was in, but, like, nobody talks about Sasuke, right? And nobody talks about Sasuke in any of these episodes. Um, instead, we got, like, Naruto is this guy who, like, you know, he, he goes into a situation, he kind of blusters around, and he, like, maybe fucks it up or whatever. But, you know, I think things, like, resolve in a way that's, like, emotionally all right for everybody, but then, like, the mission doesn't go through and he gets yelled at about it, right? Like, that, that is, like, this weird, like, recurring theme throughout our episodes this week. And I'm like, is this is this just what the show is for the next, like, 60 episodes? Like, is this what we're looking at until, uh, until we get out of here? I, I genuinely don't know, but, like, it, it really does feel like a stark, like, step towards, like, oh, okay, we're, we're not pretending that we're going to find Sasuke every week. Like, that's just not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. It's refreshing to have this not be about Sasuke for, like, once ever. Right, right. I mean, it, it is definitely, like, it feels like a step in the right direction in terms of, like, well, maybe the arc should be about something on its own rather than, like, trying to, like, you know, connect to something that, like, it's just not going to connect to in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. But also this episode's, like, kind of a mess. Yeah. Like, it's very... It's very... I mean, it's it, it's very, like, Naruto hangs out with the children and learns a valuable lesson. Right, right. But it... it and, like, along the way, I feel like, is, like, frequently, like, excessively dumb or mean. Right. Right. And so it's like, you know, it's... We're just very strongly in that mold, and it's, like, never my favorite way for Naruto to be. But, like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the stuff that happens here as best as we can, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Funny Naruto's back. Funny Naruto's back. Yeah, he's he's funny now. Funny, again. funny Naruto's back. He's funny again. It's just like they they could have put this episode wherever, right? Before before bef- before like you know, like wherever before Haku, and this is a good episode. I mean, except for like all of the things that would like preclude it from like mm-hmm. fitting there in the timeline, right? Like right. Tsunade's there and everything, right? Yeah, but, like, like Shikamaru's you know. tuning, so he doesn't have to look out for babies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just very like, but but like characterization and like Naruto as a character and like the ways that he interacts with these kids and stuff. It's like so 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 very early Naruto. Like right. again, right? I mean, like the, the the like this is getting way ahead of ourselves, right? But like to to that sense, like oh, this is so early Naruto. Like the thing that Naruto like reflects back on to like teach kids a lesson is like something that happens in like episode three of Naruto or whatever, right? Yeah. Like episode six. Right? I don't I don't remember when the fucking like Kakashi bell test is, but like you know, it's it's very very early, right? Yeah. It's like there's no like real reflection of like where where the character's been since then. He's just like here to like teach the because these this like very like specific like kind of like stuck out of time lesson about but like but like it, it, it's it's like I'm getting way ahead of ourselves, right? But like the, the like learning a lesson thing also like feels kind of weird to me. Um, but I don't <laughs> know. Uh, a key thing about like funny Naruto in this episode, right, is that. Like, in the absence of, like, having the, like, oh, I want to go find Sasuke thing, you just kind of get, like, a version of Naruto that doesn't seem to care about anything at all. Mm-hmm. 
like he's he, he has no like real like well he 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 wants to be the hokage he wants to be the hokage yeah he gets like 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 he learns about the mission to like help like teach these kids like is like paired up with these like kids that he like knows and like you know knows like up to him and like generally seems to want to think like he's cool right but he's like ah oh, fuck this i hate this and they're like, oh, but if, you know, this is actually, like, training to be a Hokage. He's like, oh, actually, I love doing this. This is the most important thing. And it's like, I, I just don't, I, I don't know why we go so hard in this direction of him just not having any, like, attachment to anything in the world other than, like, like, if you read, like, a two-sentence summary of what his character was at the start of Naruto, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, like to that, like, the thing about Naruto being so, like, unspecifically, like, just, like, comedy naruto like no attachments to like anything is that like you know regularly as he's like going out on his like you know baby survival mission he's like leading them out into the woods right like regularly as he's doing all of that like he's just like fucking up but we keep getting cuts over to, like the other like you know leap gunning who are like you know they're they're doing things that are like vaguely like characteristic of them like on some level right like you know right like it's cute like we see like choji teaching the kids about like wild edibles mm-hmm. right and, and like, like you know a little iffy that like choji is the guy who like knows what food is or whatever right like it'd be cool if he like got some like, right. separation from it but like it's still like a nice scene as he's like you know pointing out like these uh these different like ways of like finding out like what plants are safe to eat and like you know it's like it's like cute right and like neji is like doing his like doing some like nerd shit about how you can like find the like you know, you, you like if your compass isn't working you can like find the direction from like your your watch or whatever right mm-hmm. and like lee's getting like really hyped up about like the kids thinking he's cool right it's like you know you, mm-hmm. you get like little like glimpses of like other characters like d- doing stuff that like feels like you know okay th- th- this is like a cute little scene with them and then naruto is just like what if he was like bad at things and yelling at children yeah yeah what if what if naruto just like sucked ass at everything again uh-huh um and also like hated kids also again. He hated kids like these specific kids he seems to hate especially <laughs> yeah 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 which like isn't isn't the it's just not the guy we know right like naruto was officially like pretty good at a lot of stuff mm-hmm. right like ff boy knows the raw saying god yeah yeah i mean he's gonna do it like later in the episode Literally, he's gonna do it later in the episode. Like, he's gone on, like, real extended missions. Like, does he not know, like, the kinds of food that you... Like, this is way ahead of ourselves here. Right. right? But, like, the, the, the scene where he, like, picks it up from the fucking convenience store or whatever is, like, still... still yeah, still right? Here, right? Like, he's still, like, it's still, like, a joke of, like, oh, he's just, like, buying, like, instant ramen or whatever, and they go into survival exercise, right? And, like, it's, like, you know, as it's, like, paired against, like, Choji's, like, foraging tips, right? It's, like... Yeah. It's just, like... Again, like, this, this sort of, like, staggering, like, lack of a desire to, like, invest anything in, like, Naruto as a character who could, like, like, I don't know, like, like, maybe I'm overthinking it, but it is just kind of frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like, the, I, I feel like the jokes just aren't that, like, good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's the crux of it, right? Like, it's just not a funny episode either. Right, yeah, you know, there's the, like... Like, the, the, there's this bit, like, part way through the episode where it's, like, oh, you know, Naruto is, like, trying to, like, lead them through this area following the map, but then he gets them lost, and they like, kind of wind up back where they started, right? And it's, like, trying to go yeah. through the bit, like, oh, all the kids are, like, all gonna be, it's gonna be easy for me to use the map and, and get us somewhere, but then they also just lead them back to the same spot. But, like, it's just, like, edited this weird and frantic way where, like, there's one bit where, like, it cuts basically from a shot of, like, Konohamaru, like, looking at the map, then being confused looking at the map, and it's, like, it, it doesn't even, like... 
like outside of the structure of the joke it barely even bothers like showing us that they went anywhere it, it's just like I, I don't know like it, it just there's no like energy like visually or like in terms of like the actual like writing of the jokes to like carry anything right it's just uh it's just really flat it's just it's just really weak right like you know the, the like most like visually like exciting part of the episode is when they do like a big extended sexy jutsu gag where they got like nozomu abe shows up and like animates the hell out of it for no reason i like it's not it's not like yeah it's 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 not good to see or yeah it's not more worthwhile than the last time we see we saw it or whatever right but they they sure they sure do do it right like if they, they sure do like hit that beat as like the thing we do when we're making like a jokes episode yeah it sucks it's like like it's, it's just not that good of a joke it like sucks every time basically uh like as, as you point out your summary it does like like the, the implication that chick is just uncompelled by uh by sexy women yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> strong yeah, yeah. I, I i think it's the best piece of characterization in this yet yeah yeah right because he's like gay or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that's fine I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have to say about this half of the episode, right? Like, it's very much like, yeah, I mean, you know, Naruto's like, oh, we're, we're going to go and, like, take the shortcut and the storm is coming in and then the, uh, we move on to the next part. But, like, I feel like talking about the substance of that is like, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the second half of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. Naruto marches up a cliff face, but the kids don't know how to walk on walls yet, so they're just climbing in the rain. The kids take shelter in a cave. Naruto mostly only brought, like, cup ramen. They can't boil water. So Naruto gives the kids all the cake he brought. They don't like that he's giving up his share, so they give him some anyway. They keep climbing, and Naruto gets boulder hurt from the unstable mountain. So the kids work together to pick up rocks. Iruko and Shikamaru arrive at the scene, and everything's a-okay. Okay, right. So, as you said, like, this is part of the episode starts where like Naruto's like climbing up a cliff, right? We, we get like this uh, this bit of like it looks like Naruto's like walking like on flat ground. He's like yelling back at the kids, moving slow, but then the camera rotates to reveal he's like walking up a wall and he's like forcing the kids to like cl- climb up the wall in in the rain. Which like again, like very quickly said the summary, but like it's just like th- this is one of those things that I feel like really like trends to like Naruto being like kind of dumb and mean in a way where I don't like because like this is extremely dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, like, like Naruto couldn't do the shit that he's asking them to do. Probably, he's not like a fucking like rock no. climbing guy. It's just like, no. like just Naruto Nar- 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 can get up that wall because he has magic feet. Like, uh huh. Yeah, they don't, they don't learn magic feet in fucking elementary school. They don't learn anything yeah. in elementary school. They learn substitution and clone jutsu, mm-hmm. and then they're told to kill. And they're told to kill. <laughs> so there's there's just this element of like Naruto is putting these children in like extreme peril and like yelling at them because they're in danger about it, right? It's it's just like it's just a weird vibe and like it doesn't it doesn't really work, right? Like I I, I don't know why this is where he's at, right? I I don't know why like this is a uh... like the vision of Naruto is he was like completely blinded by like. Tsunade said the word Hokage to him once, and he was like, oh, I need to, like, win this children's training exercise, so I'm going to, like, put these kids in, like, life-or-death mountain climbing peril for no fucking reason. It's just, like, so fucking, like, over-the-top, right? And, like, they, they, like, go, they, like, wind up, like, taking shelter in a cave part right away, and he's, like, really mad at them, and he's, like, yelling at them about how, like, oh, if you, if you guys weren't here, I'd have finished this mission already, which is, like, I mean, like... <laughs> 
it's like a decent enough joke construction, I guess, but it's like, it's just frustrating because it's like, I, I don't know, like, it, he, he's just like collapsed into like being interested in only exactly as one point in a way that is like, it doesn't fucking mean anything. It, just, it doesn't fucking like, I, I, I just don't like dumb me Naruto. I don't like this like characterization of him that we like lean back on when it's time to do jokes episodes sometimes. I've probably said this a million times before, like hopefully I won't have to say it too right, many more times, yeah. but it's just like, it's just not fun to me. It's not funny. Mm. It's not like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope. I just hope. I just hope that like Shippuden establishes like a new baseline that is further along. Right. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um. And I. I, I definitely re- don't remember like Shippuden ever being like this. Like quite so extreme about like where it goes with this like you know like joke episodes or whatever. But like we'll see. We'll see. I, I could have forgotten all kinds of things. You know. There's like 500 episodes of that shit. Yeah. Right. Like who knows. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you know, they're, they're all in the cave and like they yell at each other for a while and then eventually they're like hungry enough to they have to stop yelling and Naruto's like, okay, I'm going to do my like good team leader thing where I'm going to like give you the food and I'm going to go hungry and I'm going to like flash back to this like lesson about teamwork I learned with like Sakura and Sasuke that isn't actually that applicable to like this scene because this is like, like this isn't really like a story about like them all needing to work together better. It's about like Naruto like disregarding the safety of these children and putting them in a dangerous situation because he like wants to win at yeah. children right like it's just it doesn't actually like connect right like it feels in many ways like the, the like the episode is like trying to build around this emotional center of like oh naruto is going to like remember this experience he had and he's gonna like pay that forward by like being good to these kids here except it's like it's just a different thing yeah and so it all, like, kind of falls flat. And, and also, like, again, like, the... Like, the, the thing that happens after this moment isn't Naruto being like, Oh, shit, I put these kids in danger. It's like, okay, we, like, sat and we had, like, a snack. So now we're going to keep climbing the fucking dangerous wet mountain in the middle of the storm. Right, 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 right. Like, it's like... It's like they keep doing the thing that is the fuck up, right? Like, <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and like it winds up like going forward from that moment be like oh the the kids learned a lesson about teamwork and it's like i don't know that they needed to right like i don't know like like naruto is both the guy who was in the wrong to like this extreme that they make a joke out of and also like he they try to make him be the guy who has like the wisdom to dispense to these children but like there's just it just, it just doesn't it just doesn't work it just doesn't work yeah, 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 right? Like, the plot in this one is just kind of... It, it's just... It's just ill-conceived, right? Like, I wish... No, yeah. I wish there was, like, a... Like, like I get the beats that they're trying to hit. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if they were, like, a story that, like, accommodated them. And, like, maybe, maybe right. like, jokes that, like, landed in terms of, like, what the, like, thing they were trying to do is or whatever, right? Like... Like, may, like maybe if the, this was an episode about, like, you know... The, 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 like, three kids, like, all trying to, like, show off for Naruto in a way that, like, made them keep getting in the way of each other or whatever. Then you could have, like, Naruto, right. like, pulling on his experience of, like, the time when he and Sakura and Sasuke all, like, failed to, like, pass the bell test because they were all, like, doing shit individually or whatever, right? Like... Yeah. But instead it's an episode where Naruto keeps fucking up until he has a lesson to teach some kids who don't seem like they needed it. 
because like when they were doing the like bad sexy jutsu jutsu like joke they like did like a team up attack that worked well did worked better than naruto's like thing that he did on his own or whatever right so it's like there's no grounding for like the emotional core of the episode and then they climb the rocks more and then we have like some action scenes that are basically just rocks keep falling on naruto <laughs> naruto just keeps getting boulder hurt right like 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 some rocks fall on me he's like don't worry i've got this he lets the rocks fall on me he's like okay you kids get out of here and they're like no we learned about teamwork now we're gonna climb the mountain even further higher up to go pull rocks off of you and he's like wow i really taught you well and then they throw the rocks off of him, and but then before they can leave, more rocks fall on him, but this time he handles it on his own. Right. And it's like... <laughs> this just, this episode just, like, really, really doesn't land. It doesn't It doesn't really work. It doesn't really work, right? I mean, you hate to see it, but at least it's a solo. Yeah, yeah, at least we're, like, done after this, right? Like, they, they, they go back to the village, and, like, you know, they're, they're all, like, talking about what happened to, like, Tsunade, and, like, uh, fucking Kodohamaru, we're like, yeah, Naruto put us extremely in danger for, like, no reason, and then, like, he gets yelled at, and then the episode ends. Yeah, which, true. Yeah, true. Like, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are, are, are we good here? Are we done here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, my God, we're in it. These are my favorite episodes. <laughs> You're, like, really high on these. I'm excited to talk about them with you. Episode 159, Bounty Hunter from the Wilderness. Naruto and Hinata have a gay little picnic on the way to their cowboy mission at the cowboy town to track down some thief or whatever. Kiba's here, too. Then they get into town and stomp into the goon saloon, and nearly get left out of the building before Naruto flashes his stuffed wallet. So the nearest huge bald man tries to rob them. Naruto sends him through a table. The whole place is ready for a fight when a mysterious cowboy sword bitch takes out the bald guy and leaves the saloon guy with his bounty to pay for the damages. Naruto runs after her, asking for her name, and she introduces herself as Sazanami, a bounty hunter. Naruto asks her about their target, and Sazanami says he's like a real dangerous killer guy. She leads the kids out of town with the promise of food. Alright, so... I, I feel like... Like, this arc is, like, largely characterized by, like, two facts that are basically the same facts, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the exact, like, way that, like, you know, the, the scheduling bore out in this, or, like, you know, like, I, I don't know exactly how this works out, but, like, you know, it very much feels like, they're like, hey, you're never gonna believe who we got into the fucking studio for two episodes. Fucking Shuichi Ikeda. Like, this, fucking like, Steve Bloom. Like, Steve Bloom is always there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking special against Steve Bloom in you for Naruto, right? Like, Shuji Kena is, like, you know, for those who don't know, he, he like, plays Char Aznable in Gundam, right? Like, a handful of other yeah. people, but that's, like, the, the big one for him, right? Like, you know. Um, and so, so, like, it feels very much like they, they were, like, creating, like, a cool guy for him to play, right? And the other fact is, like, oh, shit, you know how long we have Shuji Kena in the studio for? Only two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they fucking, they gotta fucking go, right? Like, this, this is a uh, big... Like- Literally, 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 they, like, made these two episodes and were like, okay, we have this voice actor, we have to make the coolest guy in Naruto now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's great! <laughs> God. Uh, before we get into that, that right, I mean, I, I, I think it's very funny that in your summary you describe the, the, the scene of the game as a gay little picnic, because I feel like it's, like... It's just the most, like, compact gravity version of, like, Naruto and Hinata here, right? Like, it's very much, like, Naruto is just being, like, kind of annoying and, like, talking over her, not taking her seriously, but then she, like, tells her, then he, like, tells her that she'll be, like, a good wife someday, and she, like, blushes about it, right? Yeah, like, literally, literally, like, the the, the summaries are written with, like, fucking 
rose-tinted pretending this is good glasses a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I get how it is. I get how it is, right? Right. I mean, that's just like a, that's just like a fun way to like inject mm-hmm. so, so, so some like character into them. And, like, you know, we actually talk about like, you know, the, the reality of the situation when we talk about the actual episodes, right? So like, you know, I think it's fun and fine. Yeah, no, I'm not like criticizing you. I'm just being like, you know, it's, it's funny that it works out like that. But it's also like a kind of a weird scene to me. It's like it starts off and there's like, like, there's like beautiful field of flowers and like the, the, the sun is shining brightly. It's like, it is the sort of scene that like, I just sort of assumed instantly when I was watching. I was like, oh, this is like an imagined spot. Or, like he not as like imagining like a great day with Naruto or whatever, but like it is just like a literal thing happening. Um, right. I love that. It's like, I love that the way to Cowboy Town is, um, like, the Hidden Leaf, right? Uh-huh. And then at some point you go to, like, you go through forest because you're leaving the Hidden Leaf, mm-hmm. right? And you just gotta leave woods. You just gotta run through woods to do uh-huh. that. Um, you, you go through, like, a, like a beautiful path, like a wonderful field of flowers. It's so peaceful. Everything, everything is right with the world. There's nothing wrong that can ever happen here. Barren desert cowboy town. <laughs> right. No, like the fucking hard cut from like, oh, what a wonderful field of flowers to like, it's fucking, it's fucking cowboy town. It's all fucking like sand and rocks. It's fucking, it looks like shit out here. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh my god. Yeah, Naruto like, hates missions lately. Uh, yeah, Naruto fucking hates that he's here. Like Naruto hates that he's like doing this one. He's like, like th- there's not even the sense of like, oh, I should be like going for Sasuke because again, they, they don't talk about Sasuke in these episodes. They're like past mm-hmm. that. Sorry, what were you saying? No, I mean, I was just saying, like, glad that they don't talk about Sasuke, but, like, I wish Naruto could be, like, mm-hmm. normal. Right, like, I-, I wish there was, like, some, like, framework of, like, oh, you know, he wants to, like, do well on his missions, like, perform good for the Leaf or whatever, right? Like, you may maybe mm-hmm. somebody could be, like, oh, here, like, you could have, like, a scene in, like, one episode where somebody showed him, like, a mission record, like, people who became Okage, and it's like, hey, you know, Sasuke isn't here right now, and, like, Dry isn't here right now, but if you keep, like, racking up, like, missions or whatever, like, that's that's gonna look good for you later or whatever, right? They could have done, like, anything, right? And I, I know that was, like, that's kind of, like, leaning back towards the thing we didn't like about, like, you know, him, like, being blinded by somebody saying the word Hokage in, like, the previous episode, but, like, it's just, like... It's weird that his default stance is to like not care about the story and be like, I I don't want to go on this mission because like, what if Jiraiya comes back uh, while I'm gone? Which is like, <laughs> it's like he is like he's just like waiting to not be in the show that he's in right now. Yeah, right. And like, but but like, it's also different, right? Because like that that last mission was babysitting. Right. Yeah. And it didn't make and it didn't feel good that he was excited about it, like he was tricked into like doing it because like oh okay because because it was babysitting mm-hmm. right right and like you know the, the the scale of it was much lower but like naruto should be stoked about this kind of mission right like if he's just like doing his job or whatever right and like that's like like again like it's it's very strange that like naruto's like oh, i don't care about this when he was like thing that he does when he's like fucking like going to weed somebody's garden or like find a lost cat or whatever is like immediately transplanted over like oh you need to go find this like dangerous like wanted criminal or whatever and i guess like the the criminal sort of assumes to not be a big deal by the leaf or whatever but still it's like he's like going to a place he's never been before he's like he's he's got like fight like a like a bandit guy or whatever It's, it's like you know like even if it's not a big deal it's like like this isn't the like level of like what a baby bullshit mission is like as has been established previously yeah, yeah, right? Like, like if Naruto considers this kind of thing baby bullshit missions now, like, that's growth we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But he, sh- he he shouldn't. He should be, like, excited to, like, you know... 
Yeah, I mean, I guess he, like, killed, like, a one of the seven ninja swordsmen of the mist in the previous arcs or whatever, but... <laughs> right, right. But, like, that, like, that's not... But, like, he's not being jaded about that, right? He's not, right. He's not being, like... A lowly thief. I already killed one of the seven and just switched into the mist or whatever, right? Like, right. It's not like positioning anything. Other than, like the default, like assumed stance of Naruto is to, like not care about the thing that he's doing for some reason. Yeah. Right. That's that's such like a weird. Uh, that's such a weird choice for the for for him in in this like little stretch of anime original stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. maybe they're trying to like sandbag him being very like blasé about what's going on here so like to like avoid situations where you would go like why doesn't naruto like talk about this ever why is naruto affected by this and like the broader scope of naruto (laughs) Wait, wait, what do you mean well okay so like if something if something like profound happens right or something like you know so you think like trying to like set the table with like oh naruto doesn't care about this so when he never talks about it again it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, do, do you have anything else about, say, about like, Naruto's, like, fucking, like, weird disinterested in the plot? Or do, do I want to talk about fucking Cowboy World? I want to talk about fucking Cowboy World! Are you kidding me? Oh my god, it's awesome! This fucking rules! Okay, so, like, something that, like, Naruto does is that, like, especially in this, like, first stretch of Naruto, like, it, it, like... It takes its, like, visual style and runs with it for, like, you know, after. But, like, especially, like, early parts of Naruto are, like, really leaning on this, like, really interesting, like, modern-day Sengoku period. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, and, it, like, it's just this kind of, like, anachronistic blur of, like... Right. Where we've got, like, basic computers and, like, occasionally there's, like, a car or whatever, right? Right, 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 but but then but then also like also like you know everyone's like walking around with like swords and stuff and like stylistically a lot of the, like architecture and like um and like costuming of like you know not 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 major characters because everyone has their fucking like anime protagonist design right but like mm-hmm. a, a lot of the, a lot of the like background stuff like background ninja and everything has this like very very like old old timey like Warring States period Japan stuff mm-hmm. um. And I am, like, genuinely, like, really, really impressed how they managed to, like, blend Cowboy in on that also, right? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Just, like, you just spend, like, a few minutes, like, scrolling, scrolling through this town with all these fucking incredible guys in the background, right? Like, Right! Oh, my God. Like, these emphasis are amazing. Like, just, just that alone, just, like... Just, like, introducing that flavor into the setting, like, very, very seamlessly, like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't not read like a Naruto town, right? Like it doesn't not read like a like a weird like Naruto like village where like things are kind of like grimy and weird, right? Because like Naruto always does this thing where it's just like the Hidden Leaf Village. It's like a a a, a kids anime like ninja village school place, right? Like that's that's it's it's very like portrayal wise. It's very it's very like it's like a nice place to be. It's like bright and cheery, right? And like a lot of the like outside places in Naruto is very like there are a lot of other places that are like very very gritty and like you know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely a little bit right. scary and like have a little bit more of like a dour tone and like that like 
the 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 hidden leaf and like some like other like villages that are like basically the places that like Jiraiya takes Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the like looking for Tsunade arc, right? Like a lot of those places also have that same kind of like levity in the like atmosphere, right? But like you know. Naruto has like all kinds of like weird gritty towns off in the corner of nowhere, right? But right. like th- this one involving like very very specifically like cowboy aesthetics like blends into that like vibe that like Naruto has a lot like really really well. Uh-huh. Or instead of instead of being like a shitty fishing village, it's just like a like, like a like a like a weird fucking like. Here's the fucking cowboy town that seems to be basically like entirely full of like cowboy taverns with guys like slouching around the outside and like looking at, out into like the one street through town menacingly. Right. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just so extreme, but, like, not, but, like, it's just, like, fun enough and, like, so, like, committed to the specific idea of what it is that, like, it, I feel like it doesn't, like, wind up, like, like, I'm not here to, like, have questions about Cowboy Town or whatever. Like, I, I don't need to know, like, how Cowboy Town works, right? Yeah, it's Cowboy Town. It's Cowboy Town. You got all the fucking, like, wanted posters up everywhere. And the fucking bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. my God. Ugh. I love this little, like, weird little corner of cowboy dimension in the fucking Naruto world. It's great. It just has to exist now. Like, there is, like... Oh, my God. Cowboy arc rules. <laughs> uh, cowboy arc is a really, a really beautiful and singular experience. Yeah. We gotta talk about Sasanami. We gotta talk about Sasanami. Yeah, they, got, they go into the, t- into the fucking, like, bar, and everybody's like, yeah, give us some milk, give us a fucking hamburger, give us fucking ramen or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, and the bar defender's like, you're obviously making fun of me because you're like 12 years old and you walked to my bar and asked for milk. <laughs> I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. Yeah. You know, to- and like, <laughs> Naruto, Nar- uh, you know, and then like Naruto does the whole dance of like, what? We have money? And then like pulls out his fucking fat wallet. Uh-huh. And like I said, the nearest large bald man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, violence happens. Yeah, yeah, fucking Sasanami steps in and he pulls out his fucking ridiculous, like, rifle butt katana. I love his sword so it's fucking so good. much. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. The, like, handle of his sword is just, like, it's not quite all the way a rifle stock, but it's just, like, it is, like, it is, it is shaped just enough to, like, convey that, and mm-hmm. it is, like, so fucking slick. It's really good. Right. Right, and then the fucking Suva has like a, it's like a, it's like a, squared off, but like there's like circular cutouts that read very much like gun chambers and a revolver. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Right. And like sometimes he's also like a swordsmith guy, right? So like, made it this way on purpose, right? Like <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And like the other bounty hunter loops, like we haven't seen. Well, we have seen him mm-hmm. because he is in this like fight. Uh, this like uh-huh. bar scene, but like he doesn't fucking say anything. He's just like there, mm-hmm. um, right? Like Salzami was like, "Oh damn, did I, did I like take this bounty away from you before you could?" Uh... Yeah, right. He's like, "Sorry, bro." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they 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 have a thing going. We'll get into it. But yeah, like the other bounty hunters' like weapon is like really really interesting too, right? Like I want to talk about the like, the other bounty hunters' weapon because like it's also really good. It also like. Yeah. The the other bounty hunter is like what made me like really 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 impressed with like the way that they, the, that they like stylized Cowboy Town because like his big like iron war club thing like also invokes like a gun. Huh. I, I guess I didn't pick up on this right. Um, 
Please go on about this. It looks like a fucking cannon. It looks specifically like a type of, like, huge fucking, like, shoulder-mounted cannon that, like, was present in Sengoku period Japan. Okay, okay. Right, and, like, having that in cowboy town is like okay that invokes like a firearm right because like you can see like the, the you can see like the, the the barrel and like the muzzle shape on like the the pommel end of the of the big war club and like we we actually never really see him use it so it could just be a fuck huge cannon mm-hmm. yeah because this is a guy who mostly just like hangs back and is like yeah let the plot resolve itself and it'll like step in yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna interpret this as like a big fuck huge cannon instead of just a war club because that's mm-hmm. badass. But it's got like spikes on it, so like obviously it's hitting guys with it too. Right, right, right. But like, <laughs> but like, I just think it's interesting to like have that weapon that invokes a firearm in Cowboy Town, but then alludes to this other like aesthetic inspiration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, pulling in the more like Naruto standard, like you know influences and i think that is like actually really 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 smart and like a really good design for like a character that is like literally nothing by the way like this guy is like nobody uh-huh right like but, i also feel like his presence here is like winds up being like kind of characteristic of like i i feel like this art kind of like winds up pinging back and forth from like being like weirdly efficient and like clean clean with its setup and also like just kind of making huge leaps right like i feel like the fact that this guy is like there is like you know the, the, there's some like fairly economical setup of like you know the, the way like Sasan was like oh you're also like a bounty hunter guy huh uh and is, you're just, like sorry sorry about, like taking your taking your bounty here right like it's it's like very uh, yeah it, it, it's it's like it's like kind of slick right in a way that like I feel like a lot of the times um yeah just like give them a chance to be a little bit flirty right at the beginning <laughs> it's like you know you we're setting this guy for later we're, we're showing you how fucking cool Sasanami is he like takes out this bald guy who was like about to like try and cause problems with Naruto. But also he's like, you know, he's he's like he doesn't want the bounty for himself. He's like, you know, he's like kinda of altruistic or maybe he's got some, something else going on, right? It's it's just very like Yeah. Like like it feels like it feels like the um like people make this were like very like united in terms of like, oh, we need to make like we, we need to make the Shuji Ikeda guy be fucking cool. So like we're we're all gonna like, you know we're all gonna be doing our best towards that front. And like, you know, it, it's like kinda kinda hit or miss sometimes, right? But um mm-hmm. They, they, they really want to put this guy over with the audience, I feel like. Yeah. No, is, is there anything else you want to say about, like, introduction to Sazanami? Well, first off, she's a woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very important. Okay, yeah. I mean, she's... I mean, not not, not, not to get too into it, but, uh, you know. There's evidence. <laughs> <laughs> There's evidence. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, she's got a dead name and everything, right? Uh-huh, like, you right, know. right, right. I, I feel like I'll get into this a little bit later, but like, I, I think like a lot of the times you're, you're like eagerness to like see her like a minor Naruto character is like you know I, I think it's fine to go along with it, but I'm not like bought in. But you know, I, 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 there's like a little bit of, like I, I can kind of see it if we want to like we want to go there, right? Like just in terms of like I, I don't know, like I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll get back around to that, right? Hmm. Alright, ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Now that they're way out of town, Sasanami tells the kids that even if they're kids, she can't have Shinobi going around after the same bounty she needs and draws her sword. You know, for killing? Uh, they tussle, and she manages to knock the kids out, and they wake up in the middle of the night and rush off while Sasanami fights their guy. Sort of a needle wizard? Well, she gets way too needled, and the kids all show up and chase off their bounty with a lots of shadow clones in the dark bluff. Sazanami tells the kids not to go after the needle wizard. 
and then collapses from her injuries. When tending to her wounds, Nana notices that she has the same bird-shaped birthmark as a wanted man named Tokichi. Right, so, you know, we've got, like... I mean, like, you know, it's it's very it's very par for the course that if you have, like, a Shuichi Ikeda guy, like, there needs to be a betrayal in there somewhere, right? Like, there needs to be, like, a, yeah. like a double cross. Like, this is just, like, you know, this is... Absolutely, just, absolutely. Like, like just, just kind of, like, some, some level of typecasting that Shuichi Ikeda goes through, but, like, it's fine because, like, he's great at it, you know, he's, he's just, he's got a cool voice, he's, like, uh... You know, and, and so he's like, yeah, all right, all right, it's time for me to kill these children or whatever. Like, he, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill you now or whatever. But then, but then, like, also, obviously, he's, like, you know, hitting them with the butt of his sword and, like, making sure he's not actually injuring them because he's, like, a cool guy. She's, or so she's, like, she's like, you know, you know. Yeah, she's, like, a cool guy. She's, like, a cool guy, right? Um, I, I, I feel like the action in this episode, like, winds up being at kind of, like, cross-purposes a little bit because, like, here in this fight, right, like, you have, like, Sazanami, like doing really good and like instantly taking out like you know naruto and kiba and hinata um mm-hmm. like it's just fucking effortless for him for her but like then also she needs to like go and fight ghost and kugi like a little bit later and like needs to do like really bad at it <laughs> right like there's just like so little time like we, we don't have like enough for like a like a, a bit of a back and forth in the fight here like she's gonna like step out to fight ghost and kugi and like step on some nails and then get blasted by more nails and then uh yeah and, and then she's like done for right Mm-hmm. That she is like weakened from her injuries until she needs to not be, so she can go be in the plot more. Um, right, and like I can see, I can see like with a little bit more care afforded to like you know the ex- exploring the like power sets and like the action scenes and like the action like writing for mm-hmm. this 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 little arc. Like I, I can see a version of this that like got cut down. That is like she goes in. The guy has, like, a special ability that she didn't know about and, like, uh-huh. gets got by it because, you know, she's caught off guard. And then is, like, able to convey that to the kids for them to, like, formulate a plan around that. And then, and then like, go take him out, like, as Shinobi because, like, because I think that is something that, like, Shinobi should be better at doing than Bounty Hunters is, like, taking on, like, weird ninja powers. Right, And, like, right. being able to, like, work around, like, somebody's gimmick. But, but like, it very much, like, winds up being a thing where it's like, oh, like... Just effortlessly defeating defeating the kids, but then like, goes to Kugi just one thing, and then she's just she's just down like that's right, it. right, right. Which is like fine. We, we got like two episodes. We got a lot to cover, but also, mm. uh, you know, it might be like a little bit disappointing. You kind of want like when you get like the coolest guy ever, you kind of want to see her do more things. Right. This would have been like a fucking killer three episode arc. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you, if you, they just if if they just did it three episodes and how i liked it mm-hmm. right yeah if they just did it like if they just did it good right they didn't bother making that bad episode to be like we didn't like before this and they just use that to make another good episode of this and like really really like right. you know you, you just fill up those like few like weird like points where it feels like it's kind of like leaping through things or like you know n- not bothering to really like you know set, set set up like the booking for the fights and the staging of for everything quite right like you know if, if they just did it good right you know right yeah no exactly if we, if like we the got, story like, of it's good like the story of it's good Mm-hmm. Like the story, like the it's it's got good bones. It's got good bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's it, it's got it's got it's got good meat and dressing too. Really, like it's got it, it it it. But like you can see where those two episodes are constraining. Absolutely, absolutely. Like the, the, there are some like and this is like more of a next episode thing. But I think there are like some real fucking like leaps in terms of like, oh shit, we gotta like do the plot here quick. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get into that next episode? 
or like, is there things I want to talk about? Like, because I feel like we don't touch on like the stuff at the end here, where like you know they like find out about like uh, her dead name and uh, yeah, they find out about her dead name. Yeah, he he not like fucking gets like put into the fucking like I need to heal like Sazanami role here, like because she's the girl, which is kind of disappointing, right? Like, honestly, it would be so cute if Kiba was that person here. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like, like if Kiba had like some degree of like you know like wounds treating, because like oh yeah, like you know his, his family's like caring for dogs, and like sometimes dogs get hurt or whatever. Sometimes you need to be like mindful of like you know like yeah. Like, literally exactly. Like, that's exactly what it was thinking, right? Like, Kiva being the, like, one who offers care because he is routinely, like, in, like, a caring position for, like, a, an animal he fights with, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, his, his medical knowledge is, like, a little, like, off because, again, he's, like, mostly there to, like, care for dogs or whatever, but he can still, like, put a bandage on. Yeah, like, he can still, like, dress wounds. Like, there's yeah. there's, there's not there's no reason not to, like have that skill set if you're like already doing it for your dog anyway and you're also a ninja right like yeah yeah no it definitely feels like a like uh, that's like such a missed opportunity if you like bothered to like you know make it be like a characterful thing which character in your squad wind up like doing like the healing stuff right um yeah instead of just picking the girl every time yeah 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 Yeah. fucking shikamaru's family like literally are like medical like researchers like come on (laughs) Literally! Oh my god. You, like, wouldn't know it, is the thing. <laughs> right. <sighs> uh, okay, do, do, do you want to move on? Yeah. Episode 160, Hunt or Be Hunted, Showdown at the OK Temple. Sazanami wakes up and struggles against her injuries. The kids press her on the bounty and she explains how she's actually innocent, and the guy thereafter killed the three people she's wanted for, and how she used to live as a swordsmith when she came upon the murdered family and fled prosecution. The kids trust her, but need to take care of the mission no matter what. She concedes and lets them go after Ghost and Googie. A rival bounty hunter arrives to maybe take Sazanami in, and the kids figure their mark is after a fuck-huge golden bell. We got kind of like the uh, the cliffhanger from the last episode hanging over. It was like, oh shit, they learned about like you know, Sazanami is actually a wanted criminal, you know. But and they're like, okay, shit, we we, we need to like we need to question, we need to like figure out what's up, you know. They, what they have this moment of being like pretty, uh, you know, pretty concerned about that. But like you know, obviously this is this is going to be like resolved very quickly as soon as Sazanami like explains anything. But like mm-hmm. you know, we need, we we need we need this moment of tension, right? Like you know, we we don't have a lot of time to sit in it. I think this is maybe another casualty of like the fact that we only have two episodes here. Um, yeah. God, can you imagine if Sazanami had to like fight them for like a little bit? Mm-hmm. Right, and like it was, it, it, it was like dodger now, right? Because like she was like wounded from the previous fight, right? So like, right? Can you imagine if it was like, like even if, even if the kids didn't think it was that big of a deal, if like being confronted by like, hey, what's up with this? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Just made her leave the scene immediately. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like. There'd be like a little more room for that, but like you know, ultimately we'll get there, and, and she's gonna like explain what's up pretty straightforwardly. Mm-hmm. You know, we we get like her backstory about being a swordsmith, right? And I feel like I feel like when we look at like flashbacks, Sasanami, I feel like this is like one of my favorite, like or like one of the strongest like components of like it's fun to think of his character as like a trans girl, right? Yeah, because you look you look at like fucking her her when she was like making swords in this in this village or whatever, right? And, she, and she, it's it's like it's this extremely like. 
Well, like, like the way she looks, is, 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 it's just like this like, extremely like kind of like meek, like you know, like 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 held back, trying to you know, like it, it feels very like you know, like pre-transition, like early transition, like just trying, just trying to like you know, you know, like like fit in, like you know, n- not draw attention to yourself, like you know, be as uh, be, be as out of the way as possible, and then you like look at it like more presently, and, and it's this is very much like you know, you, you you probably like we've probably all seen some trans women who are like you know they're they're a little like more confident, like where they're at, they're like well, willing to like let themselves be a little less like. Uh, you know, trying to constrain, constrain like, like what, like passing means, like really, really lean into that. It's like, it's like a kind of like hot way, right? Like, you know, I, I feel like yeah. there's like a, there's like a fun texture yeah. to that. If you want to like, I love it, it when she has the sexy fucking cowboy stubble. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Girls should be allowed to have some sexy cowboy stubble if they want. Literally. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, also, like, literally, like, oh, I'm, like, a poor, like, outcast swordsmith living on the edge of town, all mm-hmm. by myself, delivering swords to people in the middle of the night mm-hmm. uh, on the day of a festival because nobody wanted to go with me, and I was busy, and I, you know, need to do need to do my work to live, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. no, no, nobody else is, like, committed to that uh, lonely style as I am, which is why I was, like, single out at, singled out as, like, the sole person who wasn't there. Um, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, very, um, so like, yeah, she's definitely trans femme, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm willing to go with you on this one. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can say that like a tranny is the coolest guy in Naruto. Oh shit. This is like a new slur for the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but you know she, she's like you know like you, like you said she's like making her swords. She's like going to deliver one uh, while everybody's at a festival. She goes and finds that the family she's delivering her sword to is dead, um, and all all the towns like come out. They're like, damn, everybody here was like stabbed with like weird blades, and like you don't have that sword, but you could have made it because you're like a fucking sword making freak. Um, <laughs> you're a sword for a tranny. We're gonna kill you, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm insane about this character. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just like you know, right? Like, like the, the, the like the reasoning by which they decide that like Sasanami must have like killed these people is like one of these things. Like, well, this seems like a huge leap and like a like a weird like stretch or whatever. And I, I was like struck by this when I watched the episode. Like, is is this like another thing where they're like just not uh. They just they don't have the time to like really establish this, but then like literally at the end of this episode, like getting ahead of ourselves, but, like literally at the end of this episode, fucking like somebody's like, I can't believe you did such a bad job like investigating this murder. Instantly assumed that uh, Sasanami did just because she makes swords, just because she's transgender. <laughs> uh, so like I, I guess they maybe get like some points for like you know. Be like, oh wait, this was like a, a weird, like ridiculous, like leap that these people made. There's, there's, there's other stuff in here that's a little, uh, it, it, sorry, like I'm a little like more, uh, you know, l- less willing to let slide. But uh, yeah, but, you know, the, the, you know, Naruto hears the story and like obviously he's moved. He's like, oh damn, that sucks. Like I, I you know, I want you to have a good life, but like I've got my mission to the leap and I, I can't budge on that. I got to go do that. And like they all like leave. Um, and, uh, but then they're all like, you know, thinking about Sazanami as they head off to go to the mission. You know, the other bounty hunter guy goes, shows up and it's like, 
oh uh, yeah I, I could take you in right now i could kill you right now because you're injured but i'm just gonna let those kids like try and capture ghost and kugi and then i'm gonna like probably take you all in right and he's like you know posturing as like this kind of evil guy or whatever before we cut away from that and then, yeah then the uh, the kids all arrive in like the big town where like you know they, they talk about how yeah this is the big city in this town where like all the like commerce and everything is like run by monks and they've got this big temple in the center of the village and they've got this like big golden bell um and they're like instantly like okay so like this is a thing that i look very like like a little bit thrown by right in the sense of like i don't think there's even like set up for them going to this town to like look for ghost and kugi Right. They're just there suddenly, and they see like a big shiny belt. And they're like, "Damn! If I was like a fucked up criminal, I'd love to steal that big gold bell." Ghost and Cookie must be doing that. I like they're right, <laughs> but it's also just like right. <laughs> but like it, it just feels like a weird leap from like, oh yeah, Ghost and Cookie is the guy who like he's got his like little gang or whatever, and they go and like they like kill people for money or whatever, like doing this big like ostentatious. We're gonna steal the like famous landmark of this town. <laughs> That they're like transporting on ropes right now for some reason. Yeah, it gets taken down every year for polishing. Yeah. Or they just melt it down and cast a new one every single year. It's like part of of the ceremony. Is gold a bad bell material? Because I feel like it would be. Yep. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I thought, right? Because you ought to be like bashing that thing. Yeah, that's why they melt it down every year because it has a fuck huge dents in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just like a weird object. Like it's just a weird like oh here's the valuable thing that they steal, but also like the fact that it's like so central and so like like it seems like very inconvenient to like move and like sell like sell off or whatever makes me feel like it's like a bad target for when you're like a gang of like six guys or whatever. Yeah. Like how could you think you could get away with that? Like what would you do with it? Like you, um, you, 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 you would like cut it up and melt it down, and then sell the bars independently to lots of different people, right? But like, right, that's like such a large scale operation, right? Right, that's a lot of fucking gold, right? Like, sure, surely the fucking like temple that like manages all of the fucking like commerce in the town or whatever would just have like money in a more stealable form than the big gold bell, right? Like, like I guess the answer is they've got like you know there, there's some like action they stage around the bell and the like second half of this episode but like it's not mm-hmm. that like good or whatever right it's not like there's like a fun bell set piece it's just kind of like there's like a bell set piece but it's like just okay right like it's uh mm-hmm. actually you know what hmm. if i was gonna steal the bell you know what i would do what would you do for the part where they're like hoisting it across like over the river mm-hmm. um I I I would I I would set the stage. I would stage it so that the bell like falls into the river and like gets like swept downstream, and so it becomes a game of like, oh shit, where's the bell? But I would be using my ninja abilities to actually just take it with me while I go, and like okay. just, just 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 make it look as though it like got swept down the got swept down the downstream, and like oh shit, where did the bell go? And then you know people will be like, oh the the bell fell in the river. Like let's mm-hmm. let's find the bell. <laughs> Right, um, right, and not realizing that actually you just stole the whole fucking thing. Right, because like you know, m- most of the criminals and the people hunting criminals out here are like not ninja guys, right? So they're not really like necessarily prepared for like uh, you know, like ninja yeah, tricks, sh- like ninja tricks and shinobi tactics. That's yeah. you know, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna like revive having a fucking Naruto like OC that I that I play pretend as on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a as a as a as a sand village, Jonin. Uh, abandoned 
by the way. I kind of mm-hmm. left that shit. Um, anyway, that's that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, do we else want to say what the battle is half of the episode, or should we move on? No, let's move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> the kids muse about Ghosts and Cookies' plans before being jumped by Ghosts and Cookie Goons. Ghosts and Cookies? Sazanami turns up to help them fight. She and the kids kill each and every goon. <laughs> they literally don't. And catch up to Gus and Cookie holding the bell into a boat via zipline. There's a struggle and Sazanavi ends up on the boat with him. And they both get captured by the rival bounty hunter. But the other bounty hunter ends up helping her clear her name. He introduces himself as Gatsu and I think they're dating now? The kids run home all proud of themselves for helping until they realize that they actually like super failed the mission. Okay, I need to, I need to like, t- fucking go back on, uh, you talking about how they kill all of the goons, because in the scene where they're, like, beating up the goons, there's this bit, which is really fucking funny to me, where, like, Sasalami does, like, a big sword swing and, like, hits the guy, and the guy is just fucking down, and, and then she's like, I hit you with the, with the, with, like, the, the flat of my sword or whatever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just really fucking funny to me. Yeah. Just, like, like, uh, killing sword with my sword, but, like, actually, that was not lethal, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, like they, don't, they know they don't have like the animation like muscle in this fucking like episode to like communicate him like you know sp- or her, like specifically like you know not like harming the goon when she's like slashing him. She with could the sword. have just kept the sword in the scabbard. Right, people, right. People do that all the time. That's like a thing. Uh huh. No, but before that, like, so you know they talk about like, oh, what, what could Ghost and Cookie's plan be to like take the bell, and it just it seems like basically Ghost and Cookie just takes the bell. It seems like basically effortlessly it just like attacks everybody at the temple and like takes it like like doesn't even try to like get it while it's being like transferred like goes to where it, like where its destination is and like beats up everybody there and then just puts it to like a different like waiting rope setup. Really, he could have done this whatever, right? Like there's like so little fucking like resistance or whatever, right? Like like if anything, he has made this harder by like doing this at a time where there's like more attention than average on the bell. Like it's it's just a... this guy rules. He's, like, so smart. He's, he's learned that he could just show up and do fucking whatever. He's, I mean, he's, you know. He's, like, calculated the exact angle at which he could, like, cut the rope while the bell is sliding out of it so it, like, fucking lands in his, like, dinky little rowboat without, like, capsizing it. Mm-hmm. Which, like, no fucking way, right? No right. fucking way that boat holds the bell, period. Right. It holds heavy as fuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's fucking... I don't need to fucking cinemasis it, but I'm just, I'm just like the instant the gold bell is like introduced. I'm like, this doesn't like. It doesn't work. Like, like, the, like the plot is just happening for the sake of the fact that it needs to keep happening, and there's like so little done to like grease those wheels. It just like, yeah, there's the bell. It, Ghost Cookie's definitely gonna steal it. I was gonna steal it. Well, he's gonna take it with no friction or like challenge from like any of the people who like are ostensibly guarding this. Right, and then he's gonna like... leave. <laughs> The, the thing the thing that bothers me the most about the bell plot is that it doesn't fucking matter like there was already like there was en- there was enough going on already right yeah like it could have just been like a like a like a straight up confrontation in the middle of a fucking field or whatever and like it would have had like more substance than whatever the fuck the bell thing is going on right like just to let the fucking characters do their things at each other, and then, like, finish the thing, right? Like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It doesn't. <sighs> but yeah, like, fucking... Bell chase. Fucking uh-huh. rope boat. Right, you know, it's... it's. 
I, I think it's very funny that Naruto defeats Ghost and Kuki's technique by just putting a bunch of shadow clones in front of him and having them get hit by nails and then just continue mm. to move forward. Yeah. Yeah, right. And and I, I, I do like that. I do like that as, like, staging, as, like, Naruto learning to, like, use... Well, not learning to use, but, like, it is, like... A good example of Naruto, like, using the clones interestingly. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like... Even though the like actual scene or whatever is kind of just like needle throw into clone into get punched, mm-hmm. it's still very like like the thing that Naruto is doing is interesting and cool, right? Like he is like throwing the clones ahead of him, knowing they're going to get popped, and like using the smoke screen that they cause to like yeah approach and get the jump on him, right? Like that is mm-hmm. I don't know, it's uh, that is like an interesting thing to I don't know, I just I I just think like having that be the thing does a good job of, like, showing, like, where Naruto's at with, like, you know, the way he's thinking about a fight. And, yeah, like, that yeah. is, that that is, like, important and, like, that is something that, like, we don't get in the anime medium so much. That mm-hmm. I think is, like, you know. Right, and it's, it's like, you know, nice to see him do something, like, kind of, like, character like, yeah, this just, like, resolves the situation he's in, like, smartly using the tools he has, like, after, uh, some of our earlier stuff this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I am like so, so something that I think about with this episode is like because we like we cut so jarringly from like okay we need to, we're like leaving Sasanami behind in the fucking like shed where she's hurt uh, and then we're gonna like be in the town it's like it's it's like unclear how much time passes so I like I I don't know how weird it is that that Sasanami is just fucking fine again in the like climax here yeah don't worry about it. <laughs> So they make such a big deal about her being like injured and like needing to stay back, and then she just like catches up to them, and is able to like do everything just as good as them, and like is is like key to the fight, right? She's like sliding down the fucking rope with them. Naruto's like, ah, don't worry about it, you're you're fine, and then she's like, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm not injured anymore. I can like, I can like grind down this fucking rope and then like jump onto the boat and like fight goes Kugi, but like slice through his big nail that he has. Well, wasn't wasn't there the scene where like when when she gets like bound up onto the bell by the other bounty hunter guy, like it fucking pops her wound back open and she starts bleeding out? Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think I, I think they do a good job of like showing that like oh this character is like still hurt. Okay, okay. And then and, and those like action scenes. I guess yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess I'm the fool. I mean I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's also fine if you missed that and thought it was like a little bit jarring that like she was there in the first place, right? Like mm-hmm. that's totally like a that's totally like a reasonable read. I just like you know I just I just had like remembered and like interpreted uh, the situation otherwise, mm-hmm. and like I like just watched the episodes. Yeah, I guess that is also true. It's it's been like hours since I watched those episodes last. You watched them like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know. Uh, Sazan made like defeats Ghost and Googie on the boat. You know, it's like I'm not gonna kill you because I need you to like confess your crime so I can like you know have my innocence restored. And then you know the other bounty hunter shows up, fucking binds up with chains. Like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna like I, I I'm gonna take credit for all this and get the rewards. And then like actually it turns out he's like nice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he he he's here to back up his trans girlfriend. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck did you, like, you just, you just thought she fucking did the murder because she makes swords? You fucking assholes. Do better murder investigations next time. So, you know, we we, we, we get that one weird point, like, directly uh, resolved. Um, also, 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 another another reason that uh, that she's transgender is that she's, uh, her town didn't like her because she has a sword. Okay. All right. All right. I see. This is the, this is, this is the like, the subtle imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
that the, uh, the, the the anime original artists ever are like working in as part of their deep commitment to uh, to trans representation. Yeah, literally, literally, literally. I mean, it's just the only reason there is. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything to say about them about them dating now? Like, you, you seem very like adamant about this uh, about this read. Is there anything? Well, uh... I mean, I just think it would be cute. I mean, I just think I just think the scene where like he's like backing backing her up like is like really really like cute for the two of them and like i think the the way that like they interacted leading up to that point um when 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 you think of it like that right in retrospect like reads very very flirty okay okay you know and i think i think it is very much the case of like okay well like here's here, here's the fan fiction right? like here's here's what's going on mm-hmm. right like if we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it um I, I, I think what, what what's happening is that uh, they clearly, like, they're both bounty hunters, right? Yeah. They know each other from work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're like rival bounty hunters, and so they, they interact sometimes, right? There's like, a, there's, like, there's like a familiar playfulness in that, like, first scene where, like, Sazanami was like, oh, was that your guy, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. Like may- maybe, like you know, maybe, maybe there's been like a few times where like Gatsu's like tried to take Saznami in before, but like you know, maybe, uh, maybe there was that like that like, room for doubt about like whether or not Saznami was guilty. That like maybe you know gra- gradually like grew into something more. And uh... right, and like in that pursuit, you know, you had a lot of like close interaction, and you know, it's very, it's very much like. Um... You know, a, a a bounty hunter and his 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 target getting into a little bit of like playful banter and like you know teasing and like you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know th- feelings can develop there and then you know when, you know and like I I I I, I, I do like, think no. I do think it is mutual right like I do think it was mutual like from the get go but like Sazanami you know, had her whole had you know had her baggage, mm-hmm. um and didn't want to like open up and like become vulnerable in that way to 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 somebody else quite yet and i think it is like i think it is like i think it is like very meaningful that like got to took those steps to like show that he was someone that could be trusted and 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 like instead of like bringing her in and Mm-hmm. He he, like you know, helped her helped her clear her name, and like was very like vocal and like adamant in her defense. And I think that is like, you know, and I think I think where they go from 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 here is like you know, yeah, I mean, like yeah. obviously, obviously, Sazanami doesn't want to like go back to that village or whatever. Like clearly, that like you know, you, you you're not gonna be able yeah, to like, rebuild that kind of like trust. Those people who, like wanted you dead for years based on nothing, right? So like you know, maybe right, yeah, like maybe this line work doesn't have to be so lonely anymore. You know, yeah. Yeah, okay. Literally, that's exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's literally it's beautiful. Like, and it's like I like, I'm barely doing any work here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how that wraps up. And yeah, you know, we we, we get we get the like. Again, like the, the sort of like recurring beat of like Naruto be, being like, "Oh wow, we, we really resolved everything and had this like great like emotional like resolution." And but then he thinks about how he's going to go back home and he didn't have to complete the mission, and so now he's going to yell at him forever. And again, it's just like, it's weird that this also ends like that, right? Like the the, the first episode, like the last shot is like Naruto getting chased out of Sadaya's office as she's like yelling at him for endangering children, and like this episode yeah. ends with like him imagining her yelling at him for like failing this mission. Like, is is this just like? 
I, like, literally, I wonder if, like, the writers for these episodes are, like, given format guidelines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> are, are we just going to be like, oh, Naruto is, like, the, the, the knuckle-tight guy. I keep, like, pissing off his boss by not doing the job right. But, like, he does uh, he does connect people along the way. Like, are, are, are we in for, like, this being the, like, defining characteristic of the next stretch of Naruto in the same way that, like, trying to find Sasuke and getting nowhere was, like, the the thing for the previous stretch? Yeah. Who knows? I guess we'll find what? out. Yeah, and if you can't wait, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Konoha Crush. All one word, Konoha Crush. Fuck yeah. What episode's next time, by the way? I totally uh, forgot to ask. 161, 162, and 163. Nice. And if you can't wait, that thing I said before. Um, images talked about during the episode can be found on our Twitter, Twitter.com twitter.com slash konaha crush all one word konaha crush we have a tumblr now too konaha crush cast dot tumblr.com um we have a youtube channel where we post the podcast episodes and that's all the way up to date now and we'll like continue to be because we have it set up to, to, to go automatically now um so like if you would rather follow us there you can follow us there we're on spotify basically wherever you look for podcasts you know if like wherever you're listening to this right now is like maybe kind of a pain in the ass and you know it would cause you to like maybe not keep up with the show i get it i get it i get it so i'd implore you to find us elsewhere and hey if you love the show if you're a huge fan if you like hearing me talk about like which naruto characters are secretly girls like Here's the deal. There was a bone. There was a bone. Oh, Sorry. There was um, a bone. There was a bone. Patreon.com says Konoha Crush. Um, anyway, $3 a month, you get access to episodes up to a week early. And 5 bucks, you get access to our bonus show, Narukai Uzumaki. Um, right now, we're watching through Log Horizon, the first season of that. So we'll be recording that next month here pretty soon. Uh... And so, you know, look forward to that. While we're on the Patreon, I want to offer a very special thanks to our joining tier patrons, Izzy and wife of the show, Rife. Yeah. Check out their streams at twitch.tv. So I'm supposed to say skater. Um, God, where else? What else is there to say? Yeah, we stream on Twitch. Uh twitch.tv says Guinevere T for me you know I, I play like Zelda and draw and I'm playing like Divinity on Fridays except for like when I play Naruto instead mm-hmm. and you know you also stream yeah right? I stream I stream on Twitch I'm at twitch.tv slash verdict velvet um, I'm playing through every Fire Emblem game every Wednesday you know I, I sit down for about four hours I play a few stages of a Fire Emblem game I'll, I'll be through with all those eventually but like you know that's gonna be a while. Ostensibly, I do other streams other times of the week. I'm like figuring that out. Maybe, maybe I like move those around. Maybe I like don't do that. Who knows? Who knows? But like, you know, at the very least, I'm like that's where I'm at. You know? Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say? Fuck no. Fuck yeah. All right. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember, there's no such thing as filler.